Psalm 37, and for your consideration today, we'll just look at one verse, verse 25. We want to consider today, verse 25, I have been young, now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Amen. I was young. Now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging I, I want just for a few minutes talk on this thought we are not forsaken we are not forsaken it feels like it sometimes look around What's going on? How people are treating each other. How people can look at you as if you don't matter at all. The truth is, my brothers and sisters, I come to assure you today that we are not <clears throat> forsaken. Our daughter, Sheena, is a communicator. I 
many of you who know her and you see her around here, you wouldn't think that. You'd think she's just a little quiet young lady around. But Sheena <coughs> is a communicator. Sheena loves communication. Matter of fact, she has chosen communication as a career. A whole career. She has a career now as a communicator. When I say a communicator, I don't mean she's up for meaningless jabber, just saying something, just talking something. Sheena loves conversation. She loves conversation, always has all of her whole life. She has loved conversation. I remember even as a child, following me all over the house, wherever I went, trying to engage in conversation. No matter what room I went in, if she couldn't go in the room, she'd sit outside the door and engage in communication. But a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, she raised a question with me that caused me to pause and to think. She said, Daddy, <clears throat> what was your favorite time in life? Daddy, if you could turn back time to any point, what point in your life would you turn back to? What was your favorite time in all of these years? What was your favorite time in life? And she asked me that question, and it didn't take me but a moment to answer. I said, baby, I'm good right where I am. <laughs> I'm good right here. I can't think of another age that I'd want to go back to. I can't think of another time in my life that I would want to go back to. As a matter of fact, the only way that I would even consider going back is if I could take the lessons and the wisdom that I have right now that life has taught me. The only way I would go back is if I could take all of that back with me. Are y'all hearing me? But life doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. So I just thank God for right now. I just thank God for where he is. I thank God for his grace that it took to get me where I am. I thank God for every lesson that I have ever learned. I thank God for all of the good and all of the bad that has brought me to where I am right now. I just thank God for where, what he has brought me through and what he has brought me to. I uh, come now to an point and I realize that I'm approaching another trip around the sun. Celebrating another year of life. I'm getting close. I'm getting ready to, 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 to make another trip around. And I find myself, as I get closer, I find myself 
sang like I used to hear old folks say, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey right now. In this text, David <clears throat> seems to be having one of these kinds of moments. A moment of thinking about God's goodness and about God's mercy that has brought him now to be an old man. We don't know how old David was. We don't know how old David was. But one thing is clear. That by the time of this writing, David had come to a point in his life that he saw himself as being old. How do you know that? Because he said, he said, now I am old. But he makes a powerful statement that is true on its face. It makes a powerful statement that is true even without any explanation. He says, though I am old, read the whole thing. I'm old, but he, he says, I want you to know I didn't start out like that. That's power pack right there. I'm old, but I didn't start out like that. He says, I was young. I'm old now. And always been that way. I was young. In other words, where I am right now, I haven't always been. I was young. <clears throat> Time has somehow crept up on me, but I want you to know that I used to be young. My hair is turning white. My steps are a little shorter now, but guess what? I was young. Young folk, those who are sitting here listening to me and those who may be at home listening to me, let me confess something to you. Let, let me confess. Let, let me confess. I, 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 know, I, I know you think that pastor has got all of his smarts and that pastor can read your mind and I wonder how he knows so much about what we are thinking, and I wonder how he knows so much about what we are getting ready to do, but I got to confess. I got to confess. I ain't all that smart. Got to confess. I, I, I ain't all that smart. I'm really not as smart as you think I am. The truth is, where you are, I've already been. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. The truth is, where you are, I've already been. I, too, was young. But David indicates that between the time of my youth and where I am right now, I've seen a lot of stuff. It's right there in the text. From that time to this time, I've seen a lot of stuff. David would tell you, I've seen sheep grazing in green grass. Seen a lot of stuff. I've seen sheep drinking from still waters. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen hungry wolves trolling, yeah, yeah, looking and wandering around trying to see if they could sneak away with the sheep. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen kingdoms rise and fall. I've seen a lot. I've seen the great 
and mighty armies conquered, but I've seen small and frail armies win the war. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen giants fall. I've seen family violence in my own house. I've seen spears thrown in my direction. David says, I've seen a lot. But strangely enough, David here in this text does not draw our attention to all of the things he has seen. In the text, he focuses on the one thing that he has not seen. Y'all hearing me? Seen a whole lot of stuff, but I don't want to talk about that. Let me talk about what I have not seen. He said, the one thing that I have not seen, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. Question begs to be raised and begs to be answered. Who are these righteous folk David is talking about? Who are these righteous folk that he's talking about? I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And, and, and how do I get the distinction of being called righteous? Are y'all hearing me? See, righteousness is a term that we often mess up. Even in the Christian church, we, we get confused about this thing of righteousness. You hear church folk, folk who are saved, you hear them talking about righteousness and folk start talking about righteousness and folk start talking crazy talk. Stop, stop making crazy statements. Well, well, you know, I, I'm saved, but... I ain't all that righteousness. Y'all hear me? I ain't, I, I'm saved, but I ain't all that righteous. Don't you know it's the same thing? Oh, y'all hear me? I'm saved, but I ain't all that. Well, when I hear you talk like that, right off, I know you don't understand righteousness. You see, my brothers and my sisters, righteousness has nothing to do with anything you've done. Oh, can I help somebody? Righteousness has nothing to do with what you have accomplished or what you have achieved. Isaiah 64 says that any righteousness that you and I have accomplished is nothing but filter rags anyway. Brothers and sisters, if you have any righteousness at all, it is what the Bible calls Imputed righteousness or imparted righteousness. Let's take it right out of the book. 2 Corinthians 5 says, For our sake, he, God, made him, Jesus, to be sin that knew no sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. Y'all ain't hear me. So, when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life, he covered me with his righteousness. Y'all hear me? Not mine, but he covered me with his righteousness. So 
that when God looks at me, he no longer sees me as that wretched sinner that I am, but he sees me wrapped in the blood of his son. He sees me wrapped in the righteousness of his only begotten son, Jesus. So, so we can't boast of our righteousness. We can only boast of his righteousness in us. Be honest. Just be honest with yourself. Just be honest. You show love right now to some folk that you never would have shown love to if it wasn't for his righteousness in you. Any honest folk in the house? You've done some things for folk that you never would have done if it had not been for his righteousness that dwells in you. Matter of fact, you would have cussed somebody out this morning <laughs> if it wasn't for his, y'all ain't hearing me, if it wasn't for his righteousness. The problem is we somehow equate righteousness with perfection. Hear me? That, that's what we're doing now. That's why we deny being righteous. <laughs> because we equate righteousness with perfection. But righteousness, my brothers and sisters, is merely our yielding to the leadership and lordship of a shepherd who leads us in the paths of righteousness. David says, I've lived to be an old man now and I've never seen the righteous forsaken I've never known God to turn his back on his children but then as another interesting piece that in David's declaration David says I've never seen the righteous forsaken but then he says or his seed begging So not only does God commit himself to the righteous, but his children, his seed, are also blessed. I call it blessed in the overflow. So it doesn't just bless the righteous, his children are blessed in the overflow. And please hear me now. Please make sure you hear me right now. You're, you're not going to be saved in the overflow. You can be blessed in the overflow. Let me make sure I, you, we got that right. You, you ain't saved because mama saved. You ain't saved because dad and grandma saved. No, you can be blessed because of them, but you got to know Jesus for yourself. My brothers and sisters, it is in a nutshell. My righteousness comes from my connection with Jesus Christ and his promise to me in John 15, 7, which says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will and it shall 
be done for you. Here it is. Here it is. Why would you beg when all you have to do is ask? Why, why, why beg when all you got to do is ask? Somebody said it like this. Ask the Savior to help. Comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Well, Pastor, well, Pastor, Pastor, wonderful lesson, a lot of information. But what does that have to do with anything I'm going through right now? Nice sermon, but what does that have to do with where I am right now? Well, are you aware of what's going on in the world right now? And to tie it together here now so you see why this is important. Are you aware of what's going on around us right now? Supreme Court is being set to turn history back 200 years. Our civil rights and our human rights are all under attack. There, there's an all-out assault on the truth. The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. Lies and corruption have become the order of the day. Poor stewardship of the planet is bringing on a nat one natural disaster after another. Thing that keeps me now, the thing that keeps me now in the midst of all of this madness, the thing that keeps me going in the midst of everything I see going on around me is the fact that when I pull the record, I'm just like David. When I pull the record, I, I, I can say just like David says, look, I've been around here a while. Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I've been around for a while now. And in my time, I've seen a few things. Or in these few years, I, I've seen a few things. I've seen white only water fountains. I've seen segregated schools. I've seen signs that said no blacks allowed. I saw fire hoses turn on human beings just because they wanted to be treated equally and fairly. I've seen dogs released on children. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen innocent men shot down in the street by corrupt police. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen people put out of their homes and put on the streets because of corrupt banking practices. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen uh, yeah, the loss of respect for human life. I've seen a whole lot of stuff. Yes, I've seen a few things. But just like David, it's one thing that I haven't seen. Y'all ain't hearing me. That's one thing that I haven't seen. And that as I, I, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging for bread. So, my brothers and my sisters, I've made up my mind that I'm going to keep myself 
wrapped in his righteousness. And my brothers and sisters, if I just do that, and if you will just do that, he will lead us in the path of righteousness. Y'all ain't hearing me. If we stay close to him, he has promised that he will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. And he will lead us in the path of righteousness. And as long as he is leading me, I have a guarantee that I don't have to want for anything. Why? Because I shall not want. As long as I stay in the path of righteousness, there is no need for me to grow weary. Yes, because he makes me to lie down in green pastures. As long as I stay in the path of righteousness, uh, there's no need for me to grow thirsty because he leads me beside still waters. As long as I stay in the path of righteousness, uh, there's no need for me to become frustrated because he restores my soul. There's no need for me to fear, yeah, because he is with me. His rod and his staff, yeah, they comfort me. There's no need to worry about how I'm going to make it because he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. There's no need for me to be discomforted because he anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. There's no need for me to be lonely because goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. There's no need for me to worry about where I'll spend eternity because I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yes, been around a while. I've seen some things. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard thunder roll. I felt uh, sin breakers dashing, uh, trying uh, to conquer my soul. Uh, but I heard uh, a voice from heaven uh, saying, keep on uh, fighting on. Uh, he promised, uh, he promised uh, never to leave me, never to leave me alone. He's coming back. He's coming back. And when he shall come in trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, wrapped in his righteousness, his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. Yes, I'm glad that he suffered that he bled and he died in my place. I'm glad that they laid him in a borrowed tomb. I'm glad 
that the grave couldn't hold him down. But right early Sunday morning, he got up, he got up with all power in his hand. Yes! Take courage. Take courage. Be thrown off by what's going on in Washington, D.C. Be thrown off by the meanness that we're seeing around us. Never seen righteous forsaken. Never seen. Just like he's been with us in time gone by. He's with us right now, and he will stay. That's a promise. He will stay. This would be a horrible time to be without a Savior. I just described to you what's going on in the world, what's going on all around us. This would be a horrible time be without a Savior. Today, I want to offer you an opportunity wherever you are to wrap yourself in His righteousness. Our righteousness does not work. Our righteousness is no good. It's like filthy rags. I want to give you the opportunity to wrap yourself in His righteousness. The Word says, If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. If you're here in this house, I want to invite you to come today and just sit on the front pew. If you're here unsaved, if you're here without a church home, let me just invite you to come sit on the front pew. Wherever you are, wherever you are, if you're streaming today, if you're watching this service, you can accept him right now. You can turn to him right now just a matter of yielding to him. Say, Lord, here I am. Take me and mold me and make me after your will. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There, my precious fountain, come now. Jesus, keep
praise in his house. Why don't we just give God praise in his house. We thank God for his holy word. And we thank God that his word speaks to us now. That even those words that were penned so long ago, they speak to us right now. Amen. Let us thank God for the word of God on today. We continue to thank God that his word is a light to our path and lamp to our lamp to our feet and light to our pathway. Um, just a couple of notes before we leave. Pastoral notes. Uh, virtual church leadership meeting is this Friday. Any leader who has not registered, please call the church office to make sure that you get registered for the meeting. Is it Friday? Thursday. The 14th is Friday. The 14th. It's the 14th, correct? 14th at 7 p.m. So if you have not registered, please make sure that you call the church office uh, so that you'll be included in that communication. Also, prayer requests, Lauren Thompson and Nanette Pachesco's um, father passed away. Um, and um, he lived in Puerto Rico. So we asked that you would could Keep them in your prayers. They're part of our, our um, serve. They serve in the helping hands ministry, and so let's just keep them in prayer as they go through this time of bereavement, as well as others who have also um, experienced loss um, lately. We also want to remind you um, as we leave to go out to to your right, so that we can continue to um, be in compliance with our COVID protocols. And um, right before we leave, we have a presentation from the pastor's aid ministry. Is that correct? Pastor Supports Ministry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Pastor, we, on behalf of the Pastor Support Ministry, we would like to present you with this gift of appreciation. God bless. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. It's always right to be a blessing to our pastor. Amen. And as we leave, you, uh, you can continue to um, give your tithes online if that's how you do it. Or you can place it in a receptacle before we leave on today. Y'all have a great day. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Let us follow protocol and leave out of the side door. Thank you all, all who are serving. 
thank you for your service and thank you for all that you do to keep us rolling on until we can all come together again and that will be that will be soon I'm praying I'll be with you till we meet again sending so many cards that the mail lady stopped me the other day and said, who lives here? <laughs> she was wondering what in the world is going on. We get all these cards every day, but I, she just doesn't know Salem and she doesn't know the love that you all show. Thank you so much. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say. There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.